The latest S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Index released Tuesday shows home prices in Metro Detroit at an all-time high in September and up 6.7% from a year earlier. That was the largest year-over-year increase among the 20 metro regions in the index. For some context, let's bring in David Hall, President and CEO of Hall Financial. Good morning, David. Hey, Jamie. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. I want to talk to you about home prices in Detroit. What do these numbers mean for the regular buyer or seller? Well, you know, it's sort of good news, bad news. We we said at the beginning of the year, and, and this year we were right, we said the two worst kept secrets in our business is that rates are going to go up and housing values are going to keep going up. And, you know, we were right on both. The reason that it's important to know that, it, that it's kind of unique is that typically in a scenario where rates have gone up as much as they have over the last two years, although in the last four or five weeks they've gone down, is that it was it's really hard to sustain pricing at the same level when rates are going up. But that's the kind of demand situation that there's been for homes. So this is all about low inventory. Pricing keeps going up because there's not a lot of inventory in the market. Uh, People are willing to uh, pay top dollar for homes. That's still the case today, although it's cooled off a little bit here in the fall and winter, uh, as opposed to where it was in the spring and summer. But we're going to continue to see pricing, although I I, I think a little bit, not a lot, go up or stay steady because of this low inventory situation. And people that want to buy a house need to pay top dollar. There's just simply more buyers than there are sellers in the market. David, when you compare Detroit to the other major markets like San Diego and New York and Chicago and, and Boston, you know, what are the specific elements that you think that made Detroit's year-over-year gain stand out? Well, Lloyd, good morning to you, too. And so, you know, it's an interesting thing because we've seen, like, uh, the West Coast take a little bit of a hit uh, this year and the East Coast continue to, to move up. You know, states like Florida are just on fire in terms of appreciation and so there's been a lot of like differences regionally. I think that specifically in Michigan, the reason why in my mind it's kind of a Goldilocks situation, you know, not too cold, not too hot, just right, is because it's just gone up a little bit. I don't think you ever nobody wants to see housing values in a in a typical scenario going way up, going way down. I think modest increases like what we've seen in our area is a good thing. I think that there's a lot of reasons for that, but I think that you know, the Midwest in general has been sort of in this nice period of like not going up too much. And I don't think it really could, given affordability issues, especially, you know, East Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. get a little crazier in terms of what values are like compared to the Midwest. Our our values are a little bit more modest. So, um, yeah, I think I think that in general terms, you've seen a lot of differences regionally across the country. There are a lot of reasons for that, including population growth and, and, and other factors. But again, it comes down to supply demand issue. And we're kind of in a in what I consider to be a good spot where it's not a problem uh, because it's just a modest gain, in my view. So Detroit homes on the upswing, but still significantly below the national average when you're thinking of buying. My problem is we locked into a really low mortgage rate and we do want more space. We have this new baby. But when at what point will it make sense for homeowners with like a three percent fixed rate to sell their home and move? Yeah, it's uh, it's a million dollar question. And a lot of people are facing that scenario. And we were all gifted this great market in 2021 that in my 
27 years in the business, I never thought I would see that. I mean, that was just an incredible opportunity for so many people to lock in an incredibly low fixed rate. So I think what happens is that, A, um, as rates continue to come down, and I think they will more next year, it becomes more manageable to maybe move from a rate that's in the threes to a rate in the fives. I think that as rates touched on 8% a couple months ago, everybody was like, I'm not, I'm not leaving a 3% rate for an 8% rate unless I really have to. I think as time goes on and as life happens to people, I think that given a smaller spread between the rate they're at now and the rate that they could go to, there will start to be less and less fixation on the rates that people are at. But I still think it's so new. We're within a year and a half, two years of everybody being able to lock in and, and capture all these savings. I think that we just need to continue to see rates decline. I don't think they need to go back to 3%, but I think that rates in the fives is going to be uh, enough of a motivator for folks to say, you know what, I'm not going to stay here just because I've got a rate that's 2% less. But I think when the spread is 4 or 5%, I think that there's uh, a hesitation and pause, and certainly for a good reason. The mm-hmm. Fed is most likely going to lower either in the spring or the summer next year, depending on economic conditions. And I think we'll start to see some more relief, although over the last four or five weeks, mortgage interest rates have gone down 200 basis points. A lot of people don't know you can get a rate in the sixes right now. That's been a little underreported. And uh, I wanted to get that out today as well so that folks know that the rates aren't at eight. Rates are actually in the high sixes. Well, that's good. And you like to say marry the home, date the rate. <laughs> well, that's, that's absolutely right. I mean, I think so. So one thing that people are struggling with is, hey, I want to move, um, but I, I want to wait for rates to go down. Well, that's the same strategy that like tens of thousands of other Michiganders have. So I don't think you everybody's going to love a strategy where you're going to be 30th in line to buy a house. And that's why I just think it's been compelling, potentially, if your situation is right, if you buy now, you can always refinance when rates go down. And I think it's a pretty good bet in the next 12 to 18 months that mortgage interest rates are going to go down. So for folks that have been thinking about moving, it is a little counterintuitive to go from 3% to in the sixes. But when rates dip into the fives, there's going to be a line out of every door in Metro Detroit of home buyers that want that home. And so it may be a good counter strategy to buy now and refinance later. We've had a lot of folks that are excited about the opportunity to buy now and not have to waive inspections and waive appraisals like you might have to next spring and summer as rates come down. Well, David Hall, people can come to Hall Financial, get educated on all of this. You say maybe it's not a bad time to sell and buy a new place right now. David, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Great to be with you guys. Have a great weekend. Yeah, um, you know, it, 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 I, I understand exactly what you're talking about, Jamie. You know, if you have a, a, a low interest rate right now and it's 3%, yeah. it's like... Mm. We like that payment. Yeah, and even yeah. though, you know, rates are at 6, you can buy and you can buy at 6 and you can you know, hope that those rates are going to continue to come down and, you, you know, it won't be as bad, but... But you can't wait forever. You cannot. And so if you have someone like a David Hall that you could go talk to and just get some numbers... It can't hurt. Right, Lloyd? That's right.
Um, also, we have coming up uh, Tom Slusser. He's a uh, chief of mobility innovation for the city of Detroit. We're going to talk about that. Let's talk about that roadway street. again. Oh my God! Listen, it's making national news. It's huge. Yeah, uh, on Fourteenth Street, right outside the uh, Central uh, Michigan Central uh, Depot. Station, yeah, and uh, it, it's it's amazing. And what it says for the future of charging your vehicle. While you're driving, I mean, that kind of gets away from the anxiety of people charging when they're on a trip and they're thinking about where am I going to charge up? Yeah. And I think it's good for the future. Like this is a little test, little test run here in Detroit and then see what that could mean for others or who want an electric car, perhaps, but don't have an, a garage you could charge on your way. It, it's very interesting. And we're going to talk about that coming up at 649. I did just want to make yeah. a mention since I'm a mom now and I care about all this stuff. It seems like there's a pneumonia outbreak in Ohio. And my daughter has been sick for this whole week, sort of fatigue and fever. And we've taken her in, of course. But the Warren County Health District has recorded 142 cases of childhood pneumonia since August, which exceeds the average number seen in the county. So they said this is not new. This is not a new respiratory disease, but rather a large uptick in the number of pneumonia cases normally seen at one time. And that's in Ohio. So I'll certainly keep an eye on on my daughter and I think others should as well. So we're going to come back and talk about that really cool street up in Corktown (laughs) on JR Morning.